Doing everybody the NRL Super Coach Therapy Podcast, the round 23 preview. It's here. Welcome along. Thanks for joining us. Let's start with the grand final rematch. It is tonight. It is the South Sydney Rabbitohs hosting the Penrith Panthers out at a core. Uh, two very, very strong clubs who have had great seasons this year. I mean, South have really surged since Latrell's come back from uh, his stint in the his rehab stint in the US. Uh, and he, I mean, he's just dynamite, best player in the comp at the moment, um, really shining for South Sydney, and uh, they are on fire uh, against uh, the Penrith Panthers, who've uh, just stumbled a bit of late, which is to be expected. I mean, um, missing Cleary, missing Luai, uh, Edwards uh, was out last week. We saw how much uh, of an impact he has when he's not in the team. Um, they were a bit rudderless last week against, you know, albeit a very good storm side in defence. But, uh, you know, Edwards being back this week will help Penrith a lot. This is a great game. Uh, this is two teams. You can see these two teams playing each other in the grand final. It's just got, uh, man, it's, just, it's, got, it's, it's got grand final repeat written all over it here, uh, I think. Um, we'll see how they go tonight. I'm expecting a, um, an absolutely massive game tonight. High intensity, uh, massive challenge here for Souths, even though... Uh, Penrith are, are missing um, some of their big guns there. Uh, and it's a challenge for Penrith as well. You know, can they can they stand up? I mean, it's it's a tough one. It's an easy excuse without your starting halves, who also happen to be your origin halves and a key component to your team. Uh, I think Penrith is strong enough and resilient enough uh, to, to make this a very, very tight game. It's a tough game to pick. Let's go through the sides. Uh, big end for Souths is Latrell Mitchell, uh, who on uh, Monday... Uh, he pulled up uh, with a sore groin at training. I believe it was while he was kicking. So keep that in mind, uh, Latrell owners there. He may not be kicking goals tonight. Um, I don't know if that's going to have too much of an impact because I expect this to be a, a low-scoring tight game anyway. So I think he probably would have only been kicking maybe two or three, possibly four goals uh, tonight anyway. So, yeah, that's you know that's 12 points. Um 12 to 16 points you might miss out on. I don't think they would have been kicking a lot of goals anyway. Let's see how he how he's running um, at full flight. If he gets the opportunity, Penrith are a very good defensive team, and I think they will tighten up from some of the uh, un-Penrith-like defense we saw last week. I keep thinking about that Brandon Smith try. He ran through some pretty soft defense. Coruscant just watched him run by, and then it might have been Eisenhuth, and it might have even been um, it might have even been Liam Martin that missed the tackle. Uh, there or um, on uh, Brandon Smith, they're going to tighten that up for sure. Uh, Penrith are renowned for their superb defence, and I think um, I think they'll ratchet it up tonight. So Latrell has been named, which is great, fantastic for owners. You'll be stoked. As a non-owner, I was kind of hoping he'd, uh, as he tweeted out, just the Ferrari in the garage. Um, I was kind of hoping that uh, the, they might just lock the garage up for the week and not let him go out for a cruise tonight. But he is playing, which is a massive coup for owners because he is the linchpin for this side. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Alex Johnson, Isaiah Tuss, Campbell Graham is back in the centres, which is a huge plus. They've done really well. Guys like Isaac Thompson coming in have done a great job for them. But Campbell Graham is a class player. Very, very strong defender, and um, he knows what to do in attack as well. So that's a huge in for the Bunnies. Moves Jackson Paulo to the wing. Walker, Ilias is back at um, halfback. The forward pack looks good. Totola, Cook, Saluka Fafida is going to start. Colin Matangi, Arrow, and the irrepressible Cam Murray, who was just on fire at the moment. One of the best players in the comp and playing like it right now. The bench, Tane Milne, Mark Nichols, Saliba Havili, and Hame Sele. So... I really like the look of the South's team. Um, just playing great footy. Uh, I think they're going to win tonight. I just I just think they're going to win. They are the favourites. Uh, I just think that they're just playing too well. They're, they're irrepressible. Let's have a look at the Panthers. Dylan Edwards is a huge in. Brian Toto, Isaac Tungo, Stephen Crichton, Taylor May in Jersey 20 has been named on the wing. So he is in. Uh, Taylor May was quite a popular sell for super coaches over the last few weeks. Um, I actually got rid of Taylor May maybe a month ago. I was just, um, I don't know, it wasn't really hang, wasn't really working out. And he was, he was one of those guys who was a, a sit start candidate. And I thought, you know what, I can do better things with my money. 
uh, and he's out. He's out of here. Um, for those of you that still hold him, still held him, I'd, I'd be keen to keep him. Tonight's going to be a tough one, uh, but they do have the Warriors next week. And it'll be really interesting to see how the Warriors go. They have back-to-back games in Australia, which will be tough going uh, considering they have been back in New Zealand. Then they come back to Australia for two weeks. Tough games against the Cowboys and then Penrith next week. You might want to hold May because he could he could be gold for you. Uh, and with the amount of people that have sold him, he's he could become a bit of a pod uh, and and you know double up next week. You know and maybe even score a hat trick. He could be a great option for you. So I'll be holding Taylor May if you have him. Uh, Salmon and O'Sullivan in the halves. This is where it's going to be won or lost, I feel, for uh, for Penrith. Uh, these two were pretty poor last week. Some of the kicking options were not great. Um, they had so much attacking ball, it wasn't funny, and did nothing with it. 50-plus 50 50 tackles in Melbourne's 20 didn't score a point. They got close a few times. They got held up a few times, bundled in the touch close to the line, all that kind of stuff. They need to do more. They need to do a lot more. I'm, I'm thinking more Sean O'Sullivan, more than Jamin Salmon, but the two of them do definitely need to improve if they're going to be any chance tonight. Uh, Moses Leota, Apisai Coruscant, and Matt Eisenhuth in the front row. Eisenhuth, I'll give him a bit of grief, but he's actually a pretty good player. He's a good super coach point accumulator as well, just quietly. Uh, kick out, Liam Martin is playing after rolling the old ankle last week, and it looked it looked nasty. And we thought we might we might see him out for a week or two. He's been named to play, which is incredible. Uh, and Isaiah Yo, who is going to be very very important for them. The bench is Kenny Lynu, Charlie Staines, and Jermaine Hopgood comes in. Uh, Sorensen, I believe, has done his calf. That's a big loss because Sorensen is uh, rock solid uh, coming in off the bench there. So yeah, I'm going to take the Bunnies 18 points to 16. Close game, titanic tussle between two very very good sides. Uh, I can't go past the Bunnies. They're just playing too well at the moment. Uh, although I do expect uh, much improved bounce-back performance by Penrith. I'm going to go Latrell. I've got to go Latrell to top score. Um, although I'm tempted to actually go Cam Murray. In fact, I'm swapping it. I'm swapping it because I'm going to go Cam Murray because, I don't know, you never know. Latrell might just feel something after 2025, feel a little wee twang or just not feeling quite right there. Um Maybe sing out, and uh, they will take him straight off. Uh, I was going to say pull him off, but that'd be inappropriate, wouldn't it? Uh, and I'm going to go Tor. Tor got close to scoring a couple of times last week. Uh, I think he's a little bit off his game at the moment, Brian Tor. Definitely not the tackle-busting uh, juggernaut that he's been in years past. I don't know if he's carrying an injury. He's just he's not he's not quite on his game. A couple of times last week, you would think he'd finish off the try, and he was held up short or bundled into touch. I'm not sure if he's 100%, but I'm going to back him in to top score this week uh, to score a try and um, and do the business uh, super coach-wise there. 18-16, massive Thursday night game. I'm going to take the bunnies. All right, the early game on Friday, and this one is up at uh, up in Townsville at, um, what's it called, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Uh, the Cowboys and the Visiting Warriors. This one is... As a, I'm a little concerned for the Warriors here. Uh, there's a bit of a pattern emerging. They are playing better at home. They've had some good results at home. They smashed the Tigers. They were pretty good in defeat against the Storm. Um, they held their own against the Storm, and then they really took care of the Bulldogs last week. Their Aussie form, not so good. Just got to think back two weeks ago to that South Sydney uh, insipid performance. It was one of the worst of the year by any side. Um Let's see what confidence they can get out of that performance in uh, against the Dogs last week. I'm a bit of a Warriors sympathizer. Um, I don't. I think they're going to get beat. I think uh, the Cowboys will beat them, uh, but I don't think it's going to be a massacre. I don't think it's going to be 40 points to to six or something like that. I think the Warriors will go okay, um, but I think the Cowboys, who have hit a bit of a wall, let's see if they can bounce back. They were completely outplayed last week against the Roosters. Let's see if they can bounce back at home in front of the loyal fans there. Um, it'll be emotional for them, um, the homecoming game, uh, first homecoming game after the uh, tragic death of Paul Green. Um, let's see if the players can respond. I- I've got a feeling that they will. I think they'll win the game. Um, I think they just got too much class across the board. Uh, but I-, I hope the Warriors put in a half-decent effort. Let's look at the sides here for the Cowboys. Drink water at the back. Felt returns. Uh, Valentine Holmes, Hiku, Talungi, Dearden, and Townsend. McLean, Robson, Cotter in the front row. Gilbert, Nanai, Tamalolo. That's such a good team. Uh, Hammer moves to the bench with Felt's return. 
Lailua, Hess, and Griffin Neem is your reserves. Uh, for the Warriors, it's Reese Walsh, Watini Zalesniak, Vilea, who had a strong game on return last week, Montoya, Cossie, uh, the ever-improving Cossie. Arcee holds his spot at 5'8", which I'm happy about. I think he's playing quite well, uh, and it'll be good for him to have a game against his old club. Sean Johnson at halfback. The forwards are Fanua Blake, Wade Egan, Tohu Harris, Ewan Aiken, Jack Murchie, who I thought was pretty good last week, and Bunty Afoa at lock. That's an interesting one. Possibly they're looking to fight fire with fire, uh, have a bigger body there at lock um, to try and uh, combat um, Tamalolo at the start of the game there. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Their bench, Freddie Lusick, Tom Ale, Elias Akatoa, and Josh Curran. Why is Curran on the bench? Curran's arguably, Curran is one of their best players. Uh, and definitely one of their best attacking options there. Uh, always looking for that second phase. Knows how to break the line. Um, I've actually got him to top score for the Warriors. That might just be off the bench. Comes in after 2025. Breaks things up a wee bit. I just think he's an excellent player. Um, and I'm going to go drink water top score for the Cowboys. I just think drink water uh, in a a Warriors defensive outfit that can can be a bit loosey goosey, and drink water could just run run right around uh, these blokes. Uh, I'm going to go the Cowboys 34 18. Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll. Well, that's still a 16 point deficit. That's still quite a lot. Uh, I think the Tabba got them at a 20 point favorite. That's a lot of points. Um, I'm giving the Warriors the benefit of the doubt. Uh, based on last week's performance, that they improve on their road form. Uh, and the Cowboys, who really haven't been playing that great of late, like I said, completely outplayed last week by a good Roosters outfit. Let's see how they bounce back heading into the finals. The second game on Friday, uh, and as a Broncos fan, I always dread this uh, I always dread this game, the Storm at Suncorp. Uh, they have embarrassed the Broncos on many an occasion. At Suncorp, I actually prefer playing the Storm down at Amy. We tend to play better down there against the Storm than we do at Suncorp. Um, I've just just remember some great performances over the years down there, even though I don't think we've beaten them since 2015 or something. Um, the Storm just own us at uh, at Suncorp, and I'm always concerned about this game. It's a grudge match with my wife, who's a Storm fan. Uh, so it's always a bit of a grudge match, always a bit of tension around the house leading up to this fixture, and I'm sure tomorrow um, will be the same. Um, let's have a look at the two lineups here. For the home team, the Broncos, Tamari Martin at fullback with Oates, Staggs, Herter, Cobo, Red Hot, Ezra Mam, and Reynolds in the halves. Reynolds is going to need to have a big, big game if the Broncos are a chance, I think. Just controlling the team, kicking down, kicking into the corners, uh, and just to give their, give them a chance, I think Reynolds has to be their best player. That's how I see it. The forwards, Flegler, Billy Walters, Payne Haas, Kurt Catewell, Jordan Ricky, Kobe Hetherington. In, is under a bit of a, uh, a cloud with a head knock. Uh, let's hope he can play because he is rock solid there at lock in, in uh, replacement of uh, Paddy Carrigan, who's out for that uh, hip drop. I think he's serving week three right now of a four-week suspension. Jake Turpin, Reese Candy, Corey Jensen, Ryan James are the reserves. Um, Jake Turpin is struggling. Reese Candy is struggling. Both of these blokes won't be at the club next year. Uh, Corey Jensen and Ryan James, I don't mind those two on the bench there. But, yeah, I'm, I do have concerns. Let's have a look at the Storm. At this stage, Nick Meany, he has been named at fullback. Let's see if that happens or whether – I think Cam Munster has to play at some stage uh, – a mix of fullback and 5-8, that hybrid role, uh, which he which he can do on his ear. You would expect that to happen. It's been so good for them the last few weeks. Uh, David Nofaluma, young Tonamapia is playing in the centres this week for Marion Seve. Justin Ollum, Xavier Coates against his old side. Munster and Jerome Hughes is back at halfback. That's a huge boon for the Storm. Jerome Hughes is an excellent player, Kiwi international um, one of the top four or five halfbacks in the comp, and it's a huge plus to have him back. Let's hope he does play. Uh, it's not confirmed yet. He has been named. Let's hope he does play because uh, he will be instrumental for the Storm moving forward. Let's look at the pack. It's Jesse Bromwich, Harry Grant, Asafa Solomona, Tom Eisenhuth. We still have uh, Felice Kafusi uh, on personal leave with, um, with the death of his father. Kenny Bromwich and Josh King is at lock. The bench is Brandon Smith, Tuikama Kamitha, Chris Lewis, and Tyron Wishart. So the bench is kind of um, 
I mean, Smith and Kamakamitha are quality players. Lewis and Wishart, you know, them small minute guys and plug and play kind of guys. Um, if there's any issues there, uh, look, I, I think the Storm are going to be too good, uh, far too good. Um, I think they're going to win 26 points to 12. I can't see the Broncos scoring a lot of points based on what the Storm did defensively uh, against Penrith last week. I can't see them uh, letting letting up on that defense. Um, I think the Broncos will score a couple of tries. Uh, but I think the Storm will just be too good. Uh, if the Broncos can stay with them, I don't think the Storm have got that firepower. I keep thinking back to days when there was Vonabalu and Addo Carr on the wings, and they were just there was one game where they just took the person. I can't remember. They um, The Broncos put some shorty out on the wing because one of the wingers got injured. They put some shorty out there, and they just kept they just kept kicking high balls to Vonabalu, and he was he didn't even have to jump. He was just catching them and scoring tries. It was... It was under eights kind of stuff. It was a joke. I keep thinking about that all the time whenever I think of Storm playing at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, they do love it there. They've got an unbelievable record at Suncorp, uh, and I expect that to continue. 26 points to 12. Um, I'm going to go Payne Haas to top score. Uh, I think uh, they'll be behind, and he'll be forced to have to try and offload, look for some second phase. Uh, if those offload points come, uh, that will really rack up for him. Uh, he's been, he hasn't been, I guess, quiet maybe for Payne Haas standards. Um, no massive scores, uh, but I, I think maybe uh, maybe Friday night uh, he can rack up a decent score, maybe an 80-odd for the Broncos. That'll be enough to be the Supercoach top scorer, and I can't go past Munster, just irresistible at the moment, this bloke. I can't go past him to uh, top score for the Storm, uh, who I am going to take 26 points to 12. We'll be back in a minute. All right, Super Saturday kicks off with a Western Sydney grudge match. The Parramatta Eels hosting the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs at Colm Bank. Um, two teams, massive rivals from back in the 80s, winning four premierships apiece. Uh, what do you make of Parramatta? I mean, what did they lose last week? Was it 26-0, 28-0, something like that? Uh, and like I said, this is the kind of game where they can go out and just blow a team apart, no matter who it is, beat them by 40 points. It's the Dogs. And the Dogs have been really strong against Parramatta the last few years, even though the Dogs have struggled. Um, they tend to go all right against Parramatta, or Parramatta tend to go poorly against the Dogs, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, hard to get a gauge on Parramatta. It really, really is. Uh, let's have a look at the teams here. Clint Gutherson, Mike Sebo, Will Penasini, Tom Opacek, Wanga Blake, Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses has been named after the uh, broken finger. Um, again, a bit like uh, Jerome Hughes, not confirmed if he will play. He has been named. It's the finger, though, so uh, it'll just be interesting. Can he um, can he catch and pass? He, you know, he needs that. He's got a great kicking game. We know that his short kicking game is very, very good. Uh, having him back will be huge for Parramatta, I think, and will be the difference in this game. Uh, the four-pack, again, very strong. Campbell Gillard, Reid Marnie, Junior Paolo, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali'i, and Ryan Madison. Um, say it every week. Say it every week. Uh, Ogden, Cartwright, Kafusi, Nuakore are the bench for Parramatta. That team is far better than this team. Jake Averillo, Jacob Carraz, Aaron Shop, Braden Burns, Josh Adokar, Matt Burton, Kyle Flanagan, the four-pack, Max King, Marshall King, Vaughan Edwards, uh, Harrison Edwards, uh, who I don't know much about, Vitella Mariner, and Josh Jackson. The bench is Docker Clay, Stimson, Torpenny, and Patalol. Let's have a look at a couple of sneakies hovering in the reserves in Jersey 22. Luke Thompson, remember him? Um, the Pommy juggernaut who... Uh, who hasn't really um, reached his potential in the NRL, been out for a lot of this year. Uh, big money dude. Uh, he, I think he's on eights. I think he's on 800. Um, and um, this will be his last season with the Dogs. He ain't he ain't coming back. Um, but he has been named on the reserves, and so has Tavita Pungai Jr. So if those two sneak into this side uh, come Saturday, that's that definitely strengthens this side. It definitely does. I mean, you'd think they'd come in maybe for. If I'm looking at the bench, uh, depending on where, how, what position they want to play. If they want if with Thompson back, Pangai Junior might play on the edge. He might play on the edge instead of um, Harrison Edwards. Uh, he might get a bench spot in front of a Torpenny or 
Joe Stimson, Patolo, someone like that. Uh, definitely a stronger outfit with those two blokes hovering around. Uh, look, I expect the Dogs to keep this close. They're just one of those teams. And Parramatta just can't seem to put the Dogs away. Uh, I'm going to take Parramatta 28 points to 20. Uh, I'm going to take Mitchell Moses to top score. Um, so many weapons at Parramatta, but I just think Mitchell Moses will come back and he'll just um, he'll come back running, and I think he'll top score for the Eels. And let's see if Burton can return uh, to some half-decent form. He was poor last week against the Warriors. He was really poor. Um, that whole left edge was clunky as hell. Uh, the kicking game wasn't really there. It was more his passing. Um, he was passing balls in front, behind, at the feet, over the head. He was all over the shop. It was a really poor game from Matt Burton. Uh, I expect him to bounce back for sure. Let's take him to top score in this game where I'm going to go. The Eels, 28 points to 20. The middle game on Super Sad Day. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting game. The Seagulls hosting the Cronulla Sharks at Four Pines. The Seagulls are in disarray. Absolute disarray. Getting pumped by 20 by the Gold Coast Titans. Please. And they've lost their heart and soul in Jake Dubovic with a broken hand. They are in all sorts. And I think Cronulla uh, will put them uh, put them to the sword on Saturday. Um you know, the sharks can smell blood, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I, I think they will, I, would, I think they'll eat them alive. Let's have a look at these two teams here. Let's look at the Sea Eagles. Ruben Garrick, uh, Tolotel Cooler goes on to the wing with Jason Saab out with, uh, I think it's an ACL for the poor bugger. Uh, Brad Parker, Morgan Harper returns in the centers. Christian Tuopoloto on the other wing. Foran and Cherry Evans are your halves. Josh LAA. Croker, Tapao, Olakawatu, Davey, and Dylan Walker comes into the lock position for Jakey Boy, whose season is over with that broken hand. Ben Trebojevic, Josh Schuster, Ethan Bullimore, Toff Sitley on the bench. I think Manly's in big, big trouble here, uh, and I can see I can see them getting embarrassed in this game. Um, I'm going to give them a little bit of credit on the, on the score here and think that they put up a half-decent effort. But after what we saw last week, I mean, I, I think they just can't wait for this season to finish. There's the whole uh, thing with uh, with Finu, who's been charged and has been convicted of, I think, it was manslaughter, uh, and some of the boys there with the, you know, with the signs, the postcode signs, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, talk about hypocrisy. These blokes, these blokes, are high and mighty, holier than thou. Oh no, we're not wearing a pride jersey. Goes against our faith. But they're more than happy to put up the uh, gang signals uh, to support their mate who is convicted of killing someone. I mean, please, get back to us. I mean, come on. The hypocrisy there is is laughable. Uh, and for that reason, I'm, I really hope dudes like uh, Ola Kawatu um, and Schuster, uh, Fanua Blake at the Warriors, an old... Um, an old manly man. Remember him? He, he had to leave Sydney because shit was getting real in Sydney. He had to leave Sydney because it was getting too hot in the kitchen for him uh, off the field there. Uh, it's just uh, just Muppet activity from these blokes. Uh, and I hope they have poor games for it. Uh, and I hope I hope Cronulla uh, punished them. Let's look at the Cronulla team. Kay Dykes gets another game at the back. Lockie Miller uh, retains his spot on the wing. Jesse Ramian. Connor Tracy has returned from the head issues and plays in the centres. There is no talent. Uh, Talakai, gutted, gutted, held Talakai all this time. Um, I'm one of the owners who bought Talakai after his awesome performances, thinking, oh, this will continue to an extent, and it didn't. There's been next to nothing. Lots of good scores, lots of 50s and 60s, um, but none of those big hundies uh, like I got to see when I was a non-owner, uh, and now he's injured when we've got this golden run towards the end of the year. Let's hope he's back next week, because they do have some juicy matchups the last two games of the year. Uh, Mulatalo on the other wing. Moylan returns at 5'8 with Nico Hines, the irrepressible Nico Hines. The four-pack, Hamlin Ueli, Braley, Hunt, Nakora, Graham, Finucan. Very, very, very solid four-pack. Um, sad about Toby Rudolph. Hopefully he is back for the finals uh, with the, um, I think it was at the MCL he he, um, he tore uh, last week. The bench is Teague Wilton, Cam McInnes, Aiden Tolman, Andrew Fafida. Very, very strong team. Very, very strong team, Cronulla. Uh, entrenched in the top four. They've been in the top four for, I'm going to say, probably most of the season, I think. They've been there and thereabouts. Uh, they are a rock-solid team. They will punish 
um, the Seagulls. 34 points to 14. Can't go past Nico Hines, the top score. Uh, and let's go with Garrick. Garrick's an honest toiler. Uh, let's go with Garrick um, to top score for Manly. I can't think of anyone else. Cherry Evans has been rubbish um, the last month or so. Uh, he's been really poor. And, um, Cleary owners who sold to Cherry Evans uh, won't be happy with his output. Uh, he needs to step up as the club captain, as the dude on the on the big coin. He needs to step up big time in this game. Uh, can they do it against Cronulla? It would be so manly of them to do it, you know, and it would be so manly of them to have actually a really, really strong game, um, missing so many of their guns, so many of their weapons. Uh, but I just can't see it. Cronulla are, are rolling at the moment. I can't see them doing it. Cronulla 34, Seagulls 14. The final game on Saturday and it is the Red Hot Roosters at and the West Tigers at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Oh, this game, this could be this could be a slaughter. But the Roosters have uh, have uh, they haven't really clicked into gear. They haven't really put a massive massive score on a team. And you'd think, oh, this will be the game. This will be the game where they where they raise the bat and they put fifty on someone. I don't know if they will. It's um, I don't know if they will. I think they'll win. They'll be far too good for the Tigers. It's just one of those, I don't know, with the Roosters. It just hasn't they've only had really one, I think, superb effort, and that was they were good last week. They were really, really good against Cronulla down at Shark Park earlier in the year. But they haven't really um they haven't really put a team to the absolute sword uh, and flex their chooky muscles and put fifty on a team. They could do it. They could do it on Saturday night. I don't know if they will. You look at the team, though, uh, far out. Um, so sexual. Tedesco, Tupo, Momorowski, Manu, uh, Suali'i. Let's go with that. Uh, I might be wrong, but we're going with that. Uh, Kiri and Walker, the forward pack, Warrior Hargraves, Verils, Lodge, Crichton, Nat Butcher, and Victor Radley in great form. Uh, Watson, Egan Butcher, Drew Hutchinson, and Terrell May are on the bench. Um, still no Takiyaho, still no Collins. If these two blokes come back, holy moly, that front row rotation is dynamite. Warrior Hargraves, Lodge, Takiyaho, and Collins. That is, uh, and they would probably take the places of Terrell May and possibly an Egan Butcher or a Drew Hutchison maybe. I don't know if they need both Connor Watson and Drew Hutchison. I think Connor Watson can play your utility role as the hooker, uh, you can play at lock in the middle as well. You can chuck them in the halves if you need if need be. Uh, I don't know if you need both of them. And I think if uh, Collins and Takiyaho are fit, they come in and possibly at the expense of Hutchison and May there. And that would be a absolute rock star lineup. Let's look at the Tigers. Dane Laurie, Brent Naden, Stafford Tor, Asu Kapoor, Ken Mamalo, Adam Dewey gets another game at 5'8". Uh, Adam Dewey owners will be hoping for a big effort. Uh, he's been scoring pretty well without setting the world on fire, without doing a hell of a lot. Just shows um, what a good player Adam, Adam Dewey actually is. Uh, Jock Madden gets another game in the halves. James Tamo, New Brown, who was very good uh, at a dummy half, always a threat in the line. Zane Musgrove, Luke Garner, Tualangi, and Offengawe, rock solid at lock. The bench is Pole, Diaz, Freeban, and Safar. Not a lot doing on that bench, is there? That's a very inexperienced bench. Benth. Uh, bench, I would say Safarth is the most experienced with maybe 20 games of footy, at a guess. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, a weak bench. Um, and in saying that, that's geez, you, you think they the Roosters would put 50. I'm going to go Roosters 38, Tigers 16. Uh, I can't go past Teddy. Uh, Teddy was my captain last week. Um, pretty low score, 40-something. Was it 46, 47? Far out, man. He's 200th game. All, everything was pointing towards a great performance. It didn't really happen. I can't see him going back-to-back -back, uh, weak performances. So I'm going to go Teddy to top score. And I can't go past Dewey. He's the best player in a weak team. And I'll go with Dewey to top score. 38 points to 16. Let's take those chookies. The Sunday games. Uh, and um, old Sunday. The old Sunday draw. Always it can be a bit of a snore fest. It's a funny one. They'll just put, uh, generally put, uh, two, three, even all four of the teams are weak teams, bottom eight sides, not much glamour there. 
uh, chuck them on a Sunday. I guess it's one of those things. Sunday just tends to rate anyway. There's not much doing on a Sunday. Grab a bit of brunch, mow the lawn, yada, yada, yada. Watch the footy. Doesn't matter who's playing. You just turn it on and watch it. Um, as opposed to, you know, your Thursday night and your Friday night late game anyway, being um, being blockbusters and, and teams with lots of star power. Uh, Sunday we get Dragons, Titans, and Knights, Raiders. It's, it's so it's so Sunday these four teams. Uh, let's look at the Dragons, who are hosting the Titans, coming off a massive win last week. Um, the Dragons, who played pretty good against the Raiders as well, missed out on the um, on the chocolates. Cody Ramsey, Fingai, Imbai, Lomax, Monga, Amon, coming off a huge game last week, one forty odd, uh, and Ben Hunt. Jack DeBellin, McCulloch, Laurie, Maguire, Sua, and Bird are the forwards for the Dragons. Uh, Fui Maono, Woods, Molo, and Burns are the bench. The Gold Coast Titans, uh, coming off their first win in about three months, just absolutely smacked Manly. Uh, let's see how they go here um, against the Dragons. Can that uh, Consistency is the thing with these poor teams. And then, uh, you would think on form, you think maybe the Titans can roll here. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. The Dragons aren't playing that bad, uh, to be fair to them. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. It'll be a close game. Let's have a look at the lineup. It's Campbell, Fafida, Sami, Kelly, Herbert, Brimson, who's playing very, very good footy. Uh, not a bad wee option if you've still got trades. Um, AJ Brimson for a wee sneaky. They do have a pretty good draw, uh, including this game, the Dragons. I think they've got the Knights, and I'm not sure. They might finish with the Warriors, actually. So AJ Brimson, who has been playing well, I've been picked in the last few weeks to Supercoast top scorer, and he saluted for me. I'm going to do the same this week. Um, not a bad wee option there. If you're still holding Cleary, perhaps, um, if you've just held tight there because you weren't happy with any of the options, um, maybe Brimson. I don't know. Uh, let's look at that four-pack. Jolliffe, Clark, Tino Faso, Malawi comes back. Uh, from um, uh, paternity leave uh, for Fita, Fermor, up Mr. Upright, Bo Fermor, and Isaac Liu. I mentioned Mr. Upright. I hope you had a look at it. You saw him running. Go, geez, he's right. The therapist was right. He does run really upright. Um, it's like he's got a board. It's like he's got an ironing board uh, under his jersey there. He just runs like. Sorry, team, little technical glitch there. Um, the old plug came out. Uh, yeah, sorry, Bo Fermor. Running with uh, with with the ironing board up his back, so watch that watch that if you haven't already. Um, just one of these wee things that he does that uh, that annoys me. But he is playing very very good footy. He's not even a bad wee option actually uh, to chuck in your centres if you if you got trades just want to throw him around willy nilly. He's he knows how to score a try just firmer, uh, and you know even in the second row if you want to mix and match jump, you know throw something around. If you do have trades for that kind of uh, uh, Tom Fullery. Uh, Firm is not the worst option for you there. Um, who else did I mention? Uh, Isaac Liu there on the on at lock. Uh, he, man, Isaac Liu, I guess they got what they paid for with him. I mean, he was just a, um, a meat and potatoes uh, role player for the Roosters. Uh, I don't know what they were expecting at the Titans, but uh, he's that. that's what he is. And it was other players around him that made him look really, really good. And now that he's playing in a club that have no way near um, the caliber of players that the Roosters had, it's kind of showing that he is just a, he's very much a vanilla meat and, meat and potatoes kind of player. Possibly hasn't stepped up as much as what the Titans would have hoped for. Uh, I'm not sure. I think he would have probably got a de- decent coin because he would have been on bugger all at the Chookies, even though he was there for a long time. Um, he was probably getting a payday at the Titans, and it possibly hasn't worked out. That's the, that's the problem, though. When you're a struggling club like uh, the Titans, you, you pay overs for blokes who, who aren't really worth um, that kind of coin. I'm, I don't know what he's on. Uh, I'll, you know, I'm guessing he's probably on five, something like that. Um, not really worth that, to be fair. But uh, he's playing at lock. Whether he starts there or not, we'll wait and see. Greg Marsu um, is on the bench. He's kind of playing that uh, that role, that roaming utility role. SESA, Fodawaka, and Sam McIntyre uh, are the reserves there for the Titans. Look, I'm going to go the Dragons, 26 points to 24. Um, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm just taking the home team. If this was at the Gold Coast, I would take the Titans. Uh, but 
because this game is down um, in, uh, where is it? Are we in Wollongong? It's at Wynn Stadium, yeah. I'm going to take the Dragons, 26-24. I'm going to take uh, Tata Amon to top score, back it up after that brilliant performance last week. Let's see if he can do that again. Probably won't, but let's chuck it on him because I'm sick of going Hunt or Lomax or DeBellin. Uh, and I'm going to go AJ Bremson. Uh, three weeks in a row, let's top score for me, baby. I think he's a good super coach option. Just a sneaky one out there, uh, AJ Brimson. The last game of the round, and uh, oh, this one's a doozy. This one will actually be worth watching just to see if the Knights show up in front of their home fans, see what they can provide for them. It'll be worth it just for that alone. And whether we see the Boo Birds or not, if we hear the Boo Birds, sorry, because, I don't know, this team... Look, they didn't disgrace themselves last week against the Broncos. They weren't that bad. I think they lost, was it 28-10, something like that. It wasn't, I mean, you know, they lost by 18 points, fair enough. But, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't a slaughter. Um, I think they're lucky they're playing a fellow bottom eight team this week. If they're playing a, a team like the Sharks, I think they've got the Sharks next week or in the coming weeks. So it could happen anyway. But uh, if they're playing one of the really good teams, this could get, very ugly for Newcastle uh, on the field and off the field. So many issues there, far out. I mean, the you had the Clemmer thing um, a couple of weeks ago with the trainer and all that. Uh, you've had Best and Tuala stood down this week as they were six minutes late to get on the bus. Apparently not the first time. This isn't an isolated incident, so it's, you know this is turning into behavior for them. So they've been stood down, which is fair enough. Uh but, you know, if they're holding up club standards and saying, look, this is, we've got standards here. If you're not meeting them, there's consequences. You're out, right? you know, whatever. But nothing's going to happen to Ponga or to Kurt Mann? Come on. Come on. Let's be consistent here. You know, is, is Caelan Ponga just untouchable? Is, is he a made man? Um, it's got a bit of a mafia feel to it. You know, he's a made man and, uh, you, you know, he can do whatever he wants up there in Newey. So, Look, really interesting to see how they go. It really will be. Canberra is one of those teams. You would think Canberra would win this game, um, but Canberra is one of those teams who can really pull out a stinker and play really bad, uh, and Newcastle could come out and win this game. I'm not tipping that. I am tipping um, the Raiders to win, but, uh, yeah, let's see how Newcastle respond. So many issues. The coach is under fire. Um, Peter Parr, the new uh, the new was he the general manager? Uh, I mean, you know, he was close with Paul Green, so he's been doing it tough um, the last week, and he's had all these fires to put out, as well as what's been going on um, with the unfortunate tragic death of Paul Green there. So he's he's had a week from hell, that bloke. Uh, and, yeah, just so much going on here at this club. Uh, and you say, oh, they need to sweep things out, start again. That's what they were supposed to have done four or five years ago when they when they had those three spoons there. Uh, and like guys like Gagai haven't aimed up. Gagai's been poor. You saw how good he was last year uh, for South. One of the best players for South last year. He was so good on that left edge. Uh, and this year, it's just not working at all. Bradman Best, I don't know what is up with him. He's injured all the time. He's not he's not uh, performing to his potential. He came on he came onto the scene um, like in a million miles an hour. Look at this bloke. You know he had the name, uh, he had the game to back it up. He looked great. You know just a young fella, big ball of muscle. Um, he's produced nil. He's been he's done nothing this year. Uh, he has had injuries, and that's a, that's part of it. Dude's always injured. Um, and yeah, man, so many issues with this side. Who's aiming up? Is is Clemmer aiming up anymore? Uh, as Barnett already out the door, he signed with the Warriors. Uh, he hasn't been uh, as good the second half of this year. Remember, he had the big suspension earlier in the year uh, for what he did against Penrith. Um, uh, what he did against Penrith, was it Chris Smith back in round three or whatever? I mean, so many issues at this club. There's just there's a lack of leadership uh, on the field and clearly off the field as well uh, for them to have to make the move and bring in a completely new boss in Peter Parr. Let's see how they go this week. Let's have a look at the side. Tex Hoy, Edric Lee, Dane Gangai. Let's have a look at this one. Uh, Mapapalangi, I'm going to go with that. Christian Mapapalangi gets a NRL debut in the centres with uh, Best and Tuala gone. Dominic Young on one wing. Milford and Clone. Why are they still playing Milford, who isn't playing well? He's going to the Dolphins next year. Why are they playing him? 
Why aren't they giving another half a crack here in this team just to see what they've got? What are they going to do next year? Who are their halves next year? Is it Clifford? Is it Clune? Are they still trying to get Brooks? Is Brooks the answer? Oh, so many issues at this club. The pack, Clemmer, Jaden Braley, Saifidi, Frizzell, Jones, and the other Saifidi. Um, Daniel was playing prop. Jacob was playing lock. Basically going to be playing the same role. You would have thought. I don't think Jacob's uh, any better a ball player than what Daniel is. Uh, the bench, Crossland, Solo, Sasungi, and Croker. Um, Tex Hoy, he's leaving. He's going to Super League. Crossland hasn't been re-signed. Man, there are some issues at this club. Uh, Edric Lee is going to the Dolphins. Um, holy moly, what a mess. The Canberra Raiders. Savage, uh, Totrick, Tomoko, Chris Rapana, White, and Fogarty. So a pretty sealed lineup there. Totrick is back after being taking a one-week suspension. Uh, Papali'i, Wolford, Tarpani returns um, after the rib cartilage issue. Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead, and Adam Elliott, the bench, Starling, Gula, Horsburgh, Harawira, Naira. Very interesting, Joseph Tarpany. Uh, Tarpany owners, um, I dare say you would have held him um, if you trade him. That's an interesting trade. Uh, let's see how he goes here with those ribs. Um, obviously, they need to keep winning. They need to play him because they need to keep winning because there's still a chance of making the eight. But those rib, the rib cartilage, is, as they all say it, it's one of the most painful injuries you can get uh just a wee knock there and you'll go down like a sack of spuds um it'll be really interesting to see what happens there with tarpany will you get the same kind of output as what you've been getting um the last two or three months he's been playing that well very interesting to see how that goes uh if the raiders get out to a big league do they just nurse tarpany you could see that happening uh you could see him having a couple of hit-ups and, and crumpling to the ground with a nice knock uh, into the midriff there. There's a lot of risk there. Um, if you are a Tarpany owner, do you wait and play him considering they're playing the last game of the round? Or do you not risk it and you run with another player uh, instead? Do you play um, Max King, who might be in your squad, or somebody like that if you have another um, one of your bench front rowers or... Um, or a second row is, do you run with a, a Fanua Pole or someone like that? Just, I don't know. It's a tricky one. You'd be gutted if you did that and because you weren't sure. And then Tarpany plays 60 minutes, pumps out 85 with heaps of offloads and just doing his thing like he was uh, prior to the injury. Really tough call to make there for Tarpany owners. Might be one just to wait and see how your team's going. Remember, it is head-to-head prelims. See how you're going. If you're traveling well, Maybe you just um, keep your powder dry and you play somebody else instead of Tarpany. If you're struggling a bit and you need the points, you're struggling, you're behind. Maybe you roll the dice with Tarpany. Very interesting call to make there. Raiders 28, Knights 20. I'm taking the Raiders. I can't, you can't take the Knights. Um, but I don't think the Raiders will put them to the sword. And I think Newcastle might play a little bit better. I think they have to improve. They have to respond. Um I'm just going Frizzell. I don't know who to pick. Frizzell's one of the senior players. I'm, you know, let's go Frizzell to, to top score for Newcastle. And I'm going to go Adam Elliott. He's going to Newcastle next year. I think he'll want to have a big game. He has been playing very well on the field. Super coach wise, he's been pretty good too. Let's go Adam Elliott to top score, try and impress the, um, his new club, who he's probably looking at now going, oh, geez, what am I going to? Mind you, it's not like he's a prize sign and not like he doesn't come with baggage of his own. So they, they, they go hand in hand between the club and him. But we're going to go Newcastle 20 and the Raiders 28. We'll be back in a minute. All right, let's talk about the Kalen Ponga uh, incident. Uh, look, ain't the first time this has happened in NRL. Uh, certainly won't be the last. Uh, you know, these things do happen. And and I, I often uh, defend uh, NRL players uh, for some of their... Uh, extra extra uh, curricular activities uh, outside of the game. Um, the fact the game itself is not a game that uh, anybody can play. You need to have a certain mindset, a certain mentality uh, to play the aggressive uh, physical game that is the NRL. Uh, 
yes, you are held to a higher standard in terms of your your behavior because you are paid. You are an, you are a role model to kids, whether you like it or not. That's just how it is. Uh, and you are going to be in the public eye, and you need to um, you need to hold yourself to a certain standard. And those standards, it's easy to slip in those standards. Uh, you got to remember, uh, a lot of these bikes are still really young. You know, they're still under under twenty five or whatever, uh, and dumb decisions are made uh, in certain circumstances, uh, depending on what you're ingesting. Um, so, look, the fact that they were busted uh, by a rando with a phone. Uh, outside the toilets uh, is piss poor, uh, you know. But that, but the thing is, if that's happening there, that's then that's happening. That's happening all over the place. That's happening all over the place with NRL players, uh, and these guys just were unlucky enough to get busted this time. That's just how it is. That's how I see it anyway. Um, how it's been handled since then, uh, I really have to. Uh, I really have to uh, cue the music. So, ready, please, Mister Music. Uh, Kalen Ponga's daddy slash agent, uh, Andre, uh, coming out with the, Kalen was drunk, had a big nine after buying a house, yada, yada, yada. Since being, since being, uh, confirmed that they weren't intoxicated, the pub said that they might be saying that just to cover their butts because you can't serve or let anyone in who's intoxicated, that they might be just covering their asses by saying they were only there for 20 minutes and, um, they weren't intoxicated. Uh, uh, I was, um, helping out my mate while he was sick that's just a load that's just crap please if they weren't taking drugs if they'd done nothing wrong they would openly happily take a drug test to clear their name which they haven't done so we all know what's happened here Kalen needs to tidy up if he's going to be the club captain and continue to uh lead this side for the next five years remember he signed on for a further five years at big 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 money so he really needs to tidy up his act i hope he does because he's a class act um a lot of the time uh, get his head right, both with concussions and everything else, and uh, and fulfil the potential that we all know he's got. All right, gang, best bets for the week. Here we go. Hundred dollars to spend. Let's see if we can make some money. Uh, I'm going to put half of it. Let's put fifty bucks on uh, on a five teamer here. I, I think these are all um, good options here. All just straight up head to head. Cowboys, Storm, Eels, Sharks, and Chooks. Uh, all strong favorites. Uh, let's take all five, paying $3.14, returning $157.19 of that salutes. Uh, $20 on um, uh, three uh, three doubles here. Sivo uh, to score a try and Paramount to win. Into Molotalo to score a try and the Sharks to win. Into Teddy to score a try and the Chooks to win. That's um, a little bit of sad day action there. $20 on that at $4.79, returns $95.85. Another one we'll go for here. Uh, this is a uh, this is total points. Uh, all four of these games, 10 bucks on it. Bunnies and Panthers under 41 and a half. Broncos under 18 and a half points. So they three converted tries, and you're still in the money there. I like that one. Uh, Sharks over 29 and a half against um, a depleted and uh, just floundering manly side and the chookies over 33 and a half uh, against the poor tigers outfit uh, all those all four of those is paying ten dollars 24 so a tenner on that returns 10248 uh, let's go for uh, let's go for the old draws let's go bunnies and sharks to be a halftime draw tonight into drags titans being a halftime draw on sunday those two together 85 bucks if you don't mind 10 on that returns 850 and my eight picks for the week uh, the Bunnies tonight, the Cows, Storm, Eels, Sharks, Chooks, Drags, and the Raiders at $10.39. 10 on that returns, one hundred three ninety six. If you are having a punt this weekend, make sure to do so responsibly. So here we are, guys, at round 23. From a Supercoach perspective, things have changed a wee bit. Uh, you know, trades, you either, I think most people don't have any or they've got one, two, maybe three if you've been super disciplined. Well done if you have. Uh, and you look at matchups and um, it's almost worth, it's almost now more a sit-start uh, head-scratcher rather than who to bring in, who to trade out. And um, it's it's been a tough old, it's been a tough old uh, couple of weeks. For me personally, I've dropped a couple of thousand places in the last couple of weeks. I'm almost at 5,000th. I'm, I'm gutted. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try and finish in the top thousand. Uh, that's the goal every year. 
um, worked out well last year, but this year it's it's turning to crap. Uh, luckily, I'm still in my head-to-head. I've got a prelim this week in uh, in the league against Ben, uh, so I'll be um, prioritizing that, I guess. I mean, because there's no way I'm making the top 1,000 just with three weeks to go. I need some crazy shit to happen. A lot of people are probably in the same boat. You look at the matchups, and uh, I mean, you can you can almost throw those away. I mean, the matchups didn't mean anything last week. Uh, Burton against the Warriors, he got twenty something. Uh, Cherry Evans against the Titans, the same. You know, so it's it's a you know Teddy and his two hundredth had a quiet game. Um, you look at the matchups this week. What's you know who are the good captaincy, vice captaincy options? Uh, I don't know if you'd want anyone in the first game. Two really strong teams playing each other. Uh, risky call to go Luttrell, whether you're VC or straight C, very risky call there. Uh, I think there's some good options with the um, with the cows, drink water, maybe Valentine Holmes, something like that. Uh, I think the Storm, I think Munster's an obvious one. Um, I think, uh, oh, who else at the Storm? Maybe Harry Grant. Uh, you know, he's probably, he hasn't scored a try for a while, I don't think. He's probably due, maybe, or at least set one or two up. Um, at the Eels, do you go? I don't know if you go. I think you got to look for a back. you got to look for a, a high upside back, I think, for your captain. Uh, so I don't really see it at the Eels. I don't think Moses is highly owned. I wouldn't go Dylan Brown. I wouldn't touch anyone at the Dogs. Uh, Garrick at the Seagulls, no. Nah, I think they're going to struggle. Uh, Hines is rock solid. Hines is a great option this week. He'll... He'll be the most popular captain, I would have thought. He came through last week with 90. It didn't look like he actually did a hell of a lot and did well. Uh, lots of Roosters options there. Your Teddies, Joey Manu. Oh, that's an option there. Plenty to think about. Best of luck to everybody in their head-to-head prelims and still uh, fighting out an overall. Shout out to you, Garth. You're in both. Congrats to you. You're all killing it this year, mate. Enjoy the footy, everyone. Have a great weekend. I will talk to you on Monday. Cheers, everybody. We are a little